It's time for Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now let's have some fun. Here is your host, Johnny Johnny Radio. Johnny Radio. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio, hanging out with Brian Dacus today. And we got a great show because Jaws return. It was triumphant. Grizzlies got a big dub, two wins in a row. We're going to talk a little bit of Grizzlies today. You know, we got the historian coming on today at 1130. Jay Ham. So uh, we're going to talk a little Grizzlies, talk a little NBA action, talk a little bit of Dre. I'm going to have a little talk about like with some people um, about Dre. You know, everybody keeps you, – you saw Shaq talking about it, um, how good of a dude. I was listening to Wolo talk about this um, during the last uh, the last show, and he was, you know, just talking about like, you know, Shaq was saying how Draymond Green off the court's just this great guy. Like, he don't really need any help. He just needs to figure it out on the court. He's playing a villain. He plays this role. What is it? I mean, I also could just sit there and tell you is, do y'all not remember some of those people back in the day who are, I mean, still around? And Draymond's one of them that are the craziest, most ultra-competitive lunatics when it comes to playing a sport. Off the game, outside the lines, off the court, off the field. They're a good person. They're a great person. Put them on the field, they're going to cut your throat. That's right. And I just feel like that's kind of Dre. One of my best friends in high school, John, he was the nicest, uh, most loving guy you'd ever met. Once we got on the football field, he got into fights like weekly, like daily sometimes. I mean, he would just get mad about everything. Lose it. Like, lose it. I get it, man. I get it. Ultra competitive. But we're going to talk all kinds of wonderful things because not only do we have to talk, and I'm excited to talk Grizzlies with y'all. We're going 2-0, John. Grizzlies 2-0, Jaws doing things, man. Everything's, uh, right now, as bad as things started for the Memphis Grizzlies, and it was rough. It kind of now, like, I mean, the Christmas is right around the corner, and it feels like everybody just got served. That's right. Just a good old dose of some Grizznass. And, and last night was just bumping. It was ridiculous. Um, Desmond Bain went off last night, dropped 31 points. You had Ja, who made the very first bucket of the game. Derrick Rose giving speeches. Yeah, what was that about? What did he, what did he say? You I, know, just I, welcoming Ja back and saying how important he is to the city. And and and, and believe it or not, I, I really – I was just more shocked that it was Derrick Rose who was delivering this because this is something that I've never seen him really do is take that right. role or be that person who's out in front of um, everybody. He's just kind of a – you know, he plays ball and kind of private and quiet. But he went out there and – told everybody i was man see i had a little tito's last night I had a lot of tito's <laughs> last night he was just like welcome back job we love you the city loves you blah 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 and maybe drop some words of wisdom but Good i can't him. remember because i was just hey that's fun. okay that's okay but it was a great game i had to uh get up and look at um the stat line because uh being in that being in the atmosphere last night everybody was going crazy and that place was full to the brim and everybody was getting buck, especially the Grizzlies. The only thing I can complain about is, is that a final three twenty of the second quarter before halftime where they Ooh, didn't score yeah. a single uh-huh. point, and they went from being up sixteen with three twenty left to being up by two. I was like, "Damn!" I felt like I was like, "No, don't do this, don't do this." But the Grizzlies they took care of business in the second half. Um, man, the defense for the Grizzlies last night was nasty. Yeah. I know the Pacers are coming back off of back-to-back, but damn, they held them to the highest-scoring team in the NBA to 103 points. Halliburton didn't get his. He was 7 for 19. He had 17 points, but he missed 10 three-pointers last night. My man missed 10 threes. But the Memphis Grizzlies, it was all Trip, Bane, and Ja Morant, man. And he uh, did great. He had eight assists last night, 20 points. Just a different energy when he's in the lineup. And now we got all three guys right now playing great with, uh, you know, Trips doing his thing. Desmond Bain is, uh, you know, elevated himself to another level. And we got our superstar, Ja Morant, back. So uh, 
Right now, Grizzlies fans should be extremely excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's a lot of hope. Next game, they play the Atlanta Hawks. That game is when? Saturday? Uh, your guess is as good as mine, John, but I can look it up. Shoot. Saturday I, night, oh, 6.30 okay. p.m. I should have trusted myself. Again, I had a little Tito's last night. Had a lot of Tito's. By the way, this portion of the show has been brought to you by the best spirit around, Tito's Handmade You might vodka. be brought to us by Tito's, honestly, still. Yeah, I'm bright. Yeah, dude, I got a little bit of that love still, still up in me, son. I had, man, I had so much fun last night. It was bumping. It was crazy. Grizzlies. We're going to talk a ton of Grizzlies again at 1130. We also are having some fun. At 12.30, you know we have the two most wonderful, amazing degenerates on planet Earth. T-Money and Uncle Brasky. And I mean that in the nicest way. They're like the cousin Eddie from Christmas Vacation of Sports Gamblers, right? It's actually a really good analogy, John. I mean, you love your cousin Eddie, right? It's just the only problem is sometimes he puts the he starts emptying his uh, RV in the crapper and starts pouring it down in the sewage. That, that would be a Brasky move. And a team money move, I would think. But they're joining us at twelve thirty. We're going to get some bets from them, and uh, they say they got a lot. They're fired up because we have a lot of action. We've got college basketball everywhere. We got bowl games. We got the NFL. We got uh, NBA Christmas Day. We got one of the best games ever with the Ravens and the Forty ers Christmas Night. I mean, it, it, there's a lot of stuff we're going to get into. We got a lot of bets going on. Team money and Uncle Brasky. The cousin Eddies of sports gambling are joining us at twelve thirty. At twelve o'clock, though, we usually have Lee Sterling, right? But not today, John. Not today. Not today. Today we are going to have my not till February, right? Because not till the not Sunday till the week before, before the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah. Oh man! By the way, uh, my man played last night. Yeah, Byron Brown. Wow, what a game! Whoa. What a Dude, he set the record for the school. He's the first quarterback to ever have 4,000 yards in the, right. in the air. And I think he had the most single-season passing touchdowns or something like that. I think so, too. Say. All I know is the man uh, played and Syracuse didn't. And it, and it sounds like he's coming back, and he is electric. He is. I, can, I mean, the fact that they're – There is no way. Nelly. Because, because that is the, the first time – that really a lot of coaches have been able to sit down and watch USF play this season. There's no way he's not getting calls this morning. Man, yo, saying, I got on. I got a little I got a little Millie for you right now. How you how you doing, Red Mr. Shirt, Brown? Freshman. Yeah, I mean, there's gonna be schools calls. Mr. Brown, Mr. Brown. By the way, he also had fourteen. He traded the rock too. Like he sure runs, did. he throws, he makes all the plays. And South Florida, by the way, beat the absolute hell out of Syracuse. Sorry, Syracuse, but that was ugly. But back to all the things that we have to bet on. My buddy, um, my buddy, do you know Mark over at Dyers? I hope you do oh, because yeah. uh, we've been tearing up some Dyers lately. And his son, Braden, he's a little, um, like I'm telling you, he's like a maybe a little future sports broadcaster, maybe professional gambler, maybe sets lines in Vegas or something. Cause my, cause the young kid knows some sports. So we're gonna do at twelve o'clock. Beat Braden for a for some Dyer's burgers. All right, you want to beat you want to beat Braden. You get a you get an unbelievable Dyer's burger. Whoever wants to do this at like twelve twelve ten, we'll call you back. You just text nine zero one three six zero eight two five five. All you have to do is come up with three games. He picked three games against the spread. You can pick any three games. Your favorite three bets of the weekend, all the way up till you know, of course, Christmas Day. This is the last show. We won't be back till Tuesday. So we'll be back on Tuesday. Three games. You got NFL all over the place. You got bowl games. Your three favorite bets. He's got his three favorite bets. I'll tell you they're all in the National Football League. We're gonna do those at twelve o'clock. You uh you go three and oh, you go two and one, heck you go one and three and he goes oh for three. It just depends. You just gotta beat Braden. He's a young fella and uh I think he knows his sports, but we're gonna do that for Dyersburger, twelve o'clock. Text me at 901-360-8255. Say, I got three plays, and we'll call you back and uh, bring you on and let you tell us what plays you got to be Brayden. Now, we also need you to do me a favor. What's the worst Christmas gift that you could give your girlfriend? Socks. Or your significant other. 901-360-8255. 901-360-8255. No, I think it's... Divorce papers. I don't know, man. Divorce papers... That's not bad. Thank you. That's that's actually 
That's probably well. I mean, what you know? What I've seen people celebrate their divorces. Poison. Poison is a bad one. Well, what if you uh, got your girl like a Peloton? Oh, that'd be nice. That would. Aren't bad. you saying, "Hey, babe, you're fat." Well, not if she wants a Peloton. Then you're saying, here, you want a Peloton? I bought you one because Pelotons are expensive. They're like $1,000. Well, okay, I just feel like a robot. Like, you don't buy your wife a vacuum cleaner for Christmas. You don't get her a Peloton. Well, I mean, who wants that? That, That's something that you're supposed to get. Like, that's something that's needed in the house. You know, like, that's a household need. Like, I didn't appreciate getting a blower for my birthday this year. And I'm not talking about the good one, I'm talking about the backpack where you go, I've never had a backpack one. I want, I want to try I do like the fact that you don't have to like plug it up, a little backpack, uh-huh. gas junt. I don't know. But, man, I think a Peloton. And also, there's something I found out. And the reason I was thinking a Peloton is because have you ever heard of HealthyWager.com? No, it sounds like a uh, – I don't know what it is. What is it, John? Well, you know, it says wager there. So I was thinking to myself, damn. It's gambling. It's gambling. We're gambling. Again. I like to gamble. Mm-hmm. I love to gamble. Uh, we got tons of stuff to gamble on. But no, this is um, weight loss thing. You somehow bet against this app or something. I don't know. I didn't really look it up. I just saw the commercials. But if you're if you're large and in charge, and you feel like you can lose a lot of weight, like you can go into Healthy Wager, bet you're going to lose so much weight. Oh, I've seen this. Commercial. You hit your mark, and, and then you win money, and you get money. Yeah, I saw this commercial. Like this is wagering on your like your body. Like like I think this is this is great. Sure. I mean, it gives. I mean, I think uh, anytime anybody's trying to do something, a little incentive that never helps. Well, I'm just so. trying to man- manipulate the system. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could drink tons of water, tons, just and get like, bloated out, be like, you know, get on that yeah. scale, be heavy, and then just go back to normal, do a little working out, eat for a week, and then you could like take everybody's money. Interesting. But you, you know, anyway, that was just a little sidebar uh, about, uh, I want some text about what are the worst gifts to get your girlfriend or your significant other, so I make sure that I don't do that. Hopefully, you've gotten all your Christmas shopping done. And again, we're going to talk Grizzlies at eleven thirty. We got bets going throughout the rest of the day, but we also have a huge slate of NFL NFL games. It's huge, but right now we got all kinds of issues. Like last night, we saw an unbelievable game with the Rams. If you had them and laid the four and a half. Thank goodness Rams got there. By the way, Puka Nakua is that dude. Like, he is that dude. I, I, I can't even explain how good he is. Do you know that he how close he is to breaking all kinds of ridiculous rookie records? I mean, he's got to be pretty close, John. So, I'll give you the, the, I'll give you the numbers, Please. my friend. So, Puka Nakua, by the way, do you know that he was the 177th pick? Mm-hmm. Fifth round pick this year? From... BYU. There you go, John. Well, Nakua has 95 catches, 1,300, 1,000, sorry, 1,327 yards. Yes, it is 1,300, but I wasn't going to get the 27. I was just going to say 1,300 yards. He's got five touchdowns. He needs 129 game, 29 yards. He's got two games left. They got the Giants and the 49ers. That would break Jamar Chase's rookie record. Of fourteen fifty five. Wow. Like he's this guy who was a fifth round pick about to break Jamar Chase's. Also, he's about to break Jalen Waddle's rookie record for receptions at 104. He just needs eleven receptions over the next two games. And not this game, but last game he caught eleven balls for like over 150 yards. Wow. He's also one of the first people, like, since Randy Moss to have, what was it, um, 350-yard, three-plus 150-yard games in a season. Like, this dude's nasty. Dude is nasty. But, man, why did he go 177th? That's a good question. Well, I think I figured it out, man. Uh, did you see his combine numbers? Have you looked at them? I've not, no. Insight or uh, educate me, John. All right, so um, he had the third worst athleticism grade out of all fifty wide receivers who participated. Wow! His forty time. There were thirty four other people's whose forty time were better than his. He came in there and ran a four five seven. Wow! For a wide receiver, that is not, not good. good, John. That is not good, and he has a horrible time. Not big size. 
And you look at all, you know, you look at everybody else out there who's just putting out these blazing numbers. I mean, this guy had literally linebackers, tight ends, quarterbacks who had 40s better than him. But he's out there playing ball, running precision routes. And once he gets the hand, his the like the ball in his hands, he makes things happen. And I don't think we give enough credit to Matthew Stafford either. Like that's the dude, the original just guy who was throwing it from every single arm angle you You're can right think of. That. He is just so filthy nasty. He does have his Super Bowl. A lot of people say they bought it. Kronky bought that junt, brought in everybody. Aaron Donald over OBJ. Eh, it don't matter. Stafford doesn't matter. They won. That's right. And this is a team right now. Everybody thought nothing of them, and they're eight and seven, and they're in the playoff race. Watch out! I don't think anybody wants to see the Rams right now. They are clicking offensively, and Pukenuku is a big reason why. And their little running back, you know, uh, little uh, Kieran Williams, mm-hmm. young man out of Notre Dame, bro, he is tearing it up. Yeah, he is. Watch out for the Rams. They're uh, winning some football games. They're in the the race now. Some other teams. That we have some information that you're going to need to know about gambling is, you know, C.J. Stroud ain't coming back. Yep, out again. He might have missed last week, people, but does it mean that he's going to be able to play? And everything that everybody's saying is he is. It's already it's official. I mean, he's done. Right. So the Texans have to face the Browns and that mighty Joe Flacco, who's playing elite football when he needs Can to. Joe, do it again. They got to play the Browns. They need this win, the Texans do. And I'm talking about they need this win. In fact, everybody needs this win. The Browns need this win. If you look at the playoff race, it's absolutely banana sandwiches in both divisions. Right now, the Browns are sitting pretty at nine and five. The Texans, though, are one, like they're, they're sitting on the outside looking in at eight and six. They have to win this game. Like it is a must for them to be in the wild card. But they also have an opportunity still. The Texans are one of three teams in the AFC South that are all tied for this division. Problem is, the three teams that are 8-6 and six and all tied, all three teams are missing their quarterback because Trevor Lawrence ain't playing for the Jags this week because he's also in concussion protocol. Indianapolis Colts have been going with the Guardy Party all season. I know pretty much because Anthony Richardson got knocked out in, like, what, the third week? Mm-hmm. But still, he's the backup. So it's like the battle of backup quarterbacks in the AFC South for the division, three games to go. It's just absolutely like the it's just buck wild. Browns, Texans, Cleveland's a three point favorite on the road. Man, I'm telling you right now, do you trust Case Keenum or do you trust Joe Flacco? I kinda trust Joe Flacco. I kinda do too, because you know what? Joe Flacco also has that nasty defense of the Browns. Mm, that's right. And Miles Garrett be tearing people up. I feel like that line at three is just give me money. Like I'm, ta- I've already taken it. I love it, but it, it's scary. And then you also have the Jags are playing the Bucks. Both teams fighting for their playoff lives. Jags again, eight and six, three way tie of the AFC South. Well, guess what's going on in the NFC South? You got the Bucks, the Saints tied at seven. Both have seven wins. Saints now have their eighth loss. Tampa Bay needs this one to go a game ahead of the Saints. And then the Falcons are one back right now. So the NFC South is definitely crazy. The Bucks need this game desperately. They are at home. It's a battle of Florida. It's the state championship of the National Football League. And I got to go with Baker Mayfield because Trevor Lawrence is not playing. And do you trust C.J. Beathard? I do not. I already saw that once. And I can't believe I'm saying this. I mean, I'm starting to believe Baker might be – we gave up on Baker too quick. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I mean, did we? Maybe. I mean, this Bucs team is rolling right along right now, winners of three straight. They got the Jags, the Saints, and the Panthers. And I feel like they're definitely going to win. The NFC South. Baker Mayfield's going to host a playoff game this year. That's incredible. I am not trusting C.J. Beathard. I am not trusting Case Keenum. These two quarterbacks must win games. I know this. It's a wild one, but I can't believe in them. 
not at all. So uh, we're going to talk a lot more gambling again. There's two games on Saturday, and the Steelers' Mike Tomlin has found himself in a little bit of – like they're talking about, hey, Steelers fans, did you hear Ryan Clark today going off on uh, Mike Tomlin, who's his, his buddy? Uh-uh. Not Why? going off on him. Basically saying that maybe it's time for him to go somewhere else. Hmm. He hadn't won a playoff game in Pittsburgh since 2016. I know he hadn't had a losing season. And you know me. I say give the Coach of the Year award to Mike Tomlin, and that's because the general manager has done a horrible job with the offensive line, horrible job with managing money. Um, I hate to say this, but for some reason they always bring in – like have you looked at the wide receivers of late that my man has had to deal with? Yeah. I mean – He's had some head cases at wide receiver going all the way back to Antonio Brown, of course. That's right. uh, not just Antonio Brown, but dead gummit. Um, you got uh, George Pickens. Who's I was going to say, now everyone's mad at George Pickens for not blocking. Not blocking. You got Deontay Johnson, who did the same thing just a week before. Remember that? That's right. Terrible. It's terrible. And I'll just say, man, I don't know what it is, but maybe – Maybe his time in Pittsburgh is is coming to an end because I feel like Jake Browning and the Bengals, who got to have this one as well, I think they're going to get it. Mike Tomlin might be on the way to one of his lose like the wor- his first losing season since he's been there. This is a team that's right now lost three in a row for their last five. So they got the they got the Bengals, Seahawks, and the Ravens to finish out the season. So are you telling me you're going against the uh, the Bengals to, uh, this, or you're going against the Steelers and taking the Bengals this weekend? Man, their quarterback situation in in Pittsburgh is terrible. Even when they have their starting quarterback, their situation is terrible. Their offensive line is terrible. Their wide receivers don't block. Their wide receivers are whiny. Their defense is dope. But man, you can't just be good in one phase and win football games in the National Football League, right? And I'm sorry, Pittsburgh's only good at one spot, and that's on the defensive side. Poor Mike Tomlin. Poor, poor, poor Mike Tomlin. So, yeah, I'm definitely uh, in in liking, uh, in love with the Bengals. There's these, there's a lot of little three lines this week. There are. Kind of scary. And are the Chargers going to show up? Huh. That's a good question. They didn't Guy. show up. I mean, they're playing the Bills, okay? Uh-huh. It is, the you know, like the, when the game's over – they're still going to have, because they play Saturday night, they can still leave and catch up with the family for Christmas Eve on Sunday after the game. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Spend it. Like, are the Chargers, they're going to be at home, they're going to play out there in California, and then they're all going to bounce. The Bills are, like, playing for something. That's right. That's They're why trying to think. make the playoffs. That's right. And did you see what the Chargers did? They threw up. Like, they threw up on themselves last week. It, it was so disgusting. They lost 63-21, to 21 and they scored all their points in the second half. Against the Raiders. When no the less. Raiders played yeah. literally their special teams on defense. Mm-hmm. Like, any guy who doesn't start, backups, they were all out there. Crosby wasn't out there. Raiders dropped 63. Aiden O'Connell threw four touchdown passes against this defense in the first half. Now... Brandon Staley, of course, you know, uh, we know what happened to him, right? Packs his bags up. Yeah, he is out. He is out. A lot of people said that he was too smart for his own good and yada, yada, yada. Well, I don't know if he's smart. I think he's an idiot. Too smart for your own good means you're stupid. That's just a nice way of calling somebody dumb. I'd have to agree with that, John, yeah. You know, like, I'm really, really smart, but I'm stupid. Because I'm an idiot. Because I don't know how to communicate to my team. But anyway, Brandon Staley's out. I don't think that this is a team that just because the guy that they couldn't stand is out, bringing in a new coach. Like, I just don't see them rallying the troops right now with Easton Stick to play a Buffalo team that just ran right down the Dallas Cowboys' throat last week. I think it's going to be a shellacking. I hate liking all these favorites, damn it. I hate it. But, man, I do. And we're going to talk more games. we got NFL uh, notes. we got NFL picks. 
We got a lot of stuff going on, so don't you dare touch the dial because it's time to talk about the NBA on the other side and Ja Morant and this Memphis Grizzlies team with Jay Ham. It's the last show before Christmas. Sports 56, 98.5 FM. Broadcasting from the Family Leisure Studio, we are Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. All the wisdom of the universe is in these bones. <laughs> now back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to Little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio. It's a Friday. Hallelujah. It's also the last show before Christmas. Amen. We'll say though, uh, you know, um, a lot of people out there, I saw a bunch of people, especially Jessica Benson. She was uh, tweeting out uh, about how crazy the airport was. Yeah, I saw a bunch like of people crazy out people. About like, the like yeah. I think everybody, everybody. I think she tweeted out something like, "Everyone in the clubs up in the airport right now, or something." But it's pretty funny. Um, so a lot of people are out there traveling. I know that my little uh, my little giddy up starts tonight. I got a, a dope Christmas party I'm going to. I'm really fired up about this. <laughs> like this is going to be the party of parties. Then I got to go do the whole Chas family thing in Arkansas on Saturday. Come back and do the family thing on Sunday. Do the kids and Santa Claus thing on Monday. And then back at it on Tuesday for a little bit of work. But the good thing is we got ball games to bet on the whole day. That's what I was about to say. You got a whole lot of stuff you can bet on. (laughs) Yeah, baby. I'm going to – hey, it's all right. Grandma's going to be talking crazy at the dinner table. I'm – yeah, Granny. uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm looking How do you know she's not playing a part later? She might be. If she's quiet – She'll be watching that junt. <laughs> but we got a lot of stuff going on. We got five Christmas Day NBA games, three Christmas Day NFL games, Christmas Eve, wall-to-wall bowls, wall-to-wall NFL, Saturday NFL and bowl games. No, bowl games are wall-to-wall on Saturday. You don't stop disrespecting college basketball, John. That's right. Oh, damn it. That's you know right. What? I, hey, I talk about the Tigers and Ole Miss. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> You know who we got tomorrow? We got Arizona and Florida Atlanta. Woo-hoo-hoo. Well, I got to tell you something. I'm a big Arizona fan after In watching Vegas. that Bama oh, game. Yeah. I like Tommy Lloyd. I like his squad. Okay, hold on. When's that? Uh, tomorrow? You know yeah, tomorrow. I don't know what time. I'll I'll figure out I got to look at what time. Damn, that's going to be a work. good one. That sounds like that's something that's going to either be on Fox tomorrow. or Peacock. Oh, man. Don't get me started with the Peacock. Peacock. Oh, I mean, they showing Big Ten activity on Peacock now, so stupid it's inclusive with notre dame and on, two o'clock on fox, on fox you're right oh man arizona florida atlantic that yeah. sounds like a dope game right now a good game i wonder what that total is gonna be set at a million 175 was yeah, the uh, there's, alabama there's arizona game dudes. we went under thank you brian dacus you're welcome. Hey. i stayed up till one o'clock in the morning watching that junt praying that's that everybody would brick that's what i'm here for can't beat that with a bat man mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all i'm saying but we got job back though we also have Memphis and Vanderbilt on Saturday, don't forget. On CBS, I thought everyone was mistaken this week when they were saying CBS. I was like, this game's got to be on CBS Sports Network or something. I look, it's on CBS. How about that? Channel 3. Yeah, Vanderbilt, Memphis, 3 o'clock, CBS. So I gave myself, I gave college uh, hoops a little bit of love. Oh, yeah. you know, we got. I mean, we got to because I mean, what, what Penn is doing right now, a lot of the stuff that people were like chastising and snickering at them four or five years ago, can't do it now. The same look. When the last time anybody heard from Dan Dockage? Man, that's a great point. <laughs> By the way, let's just be honest with what Penny is. You know how, like, uh, you know, some coaches do the exact same thing over and over and over and over again. They expect 
different results and they don't get them, they wonder why. Because they're freaking insane. Well, that's insanity. And he changed up by he was going for the you know five star freshman. I mean, uh, yeah, the you know the the five star kid, eighteen mm-hmm. years old out of high school. Now he's got a bunch of grown men. You figured out the grown got that men trans- college yeah, basketball. grown men winning college basketball. He went and got some grown ass men, yeah. and man, they playing good. And yeah. we got some we got some help coming for a little Saturday. Yeah. Nate Quan Tomlin, right? Maybe, maybe. What do you mean, maybe? He's not been ruled eligible yet. I don't what? Think. I don't think he's been officially. I thought we said 100% yesterday. We did, but it's come out now. I think it came out yesterday, maybe the day before. Damn. Um, See, he, I, I was listening to Brian today before they, you know you got mm-hmm. on there. That's how I picked that up. I was looking at that wreck outside. Uh, I saw that, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I missed that. I must have gotten here before It that. was terrible. Supposedly, Kansas State has not sent over his transcript yet. And so he has to have – because you have to be enrolled Did, can, at the university before you can participate. Coach Tang. Coach Tang. Send that on over, Coach Tang. But shout, I don't out think, to, shout out to Jerome Tang. He's I, a friend of 94 Feet Alive. Oh, I love well, Jerome Let me just tell you He's something. such a good coach. Holy oh, cow. Absolutely. Coach. Absolutely. They in Manhattan. Manhattan, right? Yeah. Manhattan, Kansas. They the don't want no. They don't want no beef with Memphis. No. Get that dead gum thing in right now. No, I mean, I, honestly, I don't think too many people in America really want beef with Memphis like that. We kind of been certified like crazy. True that. Know. True that. <laughs> I saw how certified we crazy, man. I'm telling you that wreck outside though earlier today. You didn't <laughs> see that sucker, man. I hate to say this, but. R.I.P. <laughs> like, you hit a telephone pole going that fast? Oh, yeah. Will you snap that junt? I don't know. Mm-mm-mm. Damn. I'm already doing bad, but... All right, so uh, back to where we're at. We're talking a little bit of the Tigers. He's doing it with grown-ass men. Well, the Grizzlies last night got their superstar back. Man, and uh, they look a little different with uh, Ja back, don't you they? Know, you know what's funny? It's like the food tastes better. Yeah, it does. <laughs> the alcohol hits Air a little stronger. A little Air's, a little, Air's a little more crisp and fresh. It's just more fun when he's active and back on the floor. And it was funny because Wednesday, you could see it from the outset. The energy was just totally, he galvanized everything. Even when they got down on like a 31 5 run. Yeah, man, they couldn't hit a shot to save their life. Right. What was that, like a 31 to 5 run or something crazy yeah. like that at the end of half? But you still can see they're going to be okay. He's just getting his, that's what's wild about it. It's like he ain't even got his game legs. So he's really out there on adrenaline and getting in the paint and doing what he do. Now, last night he knocked down a couple from the outside, which was cool. Yeah, because he went 0 for 5 on Wednesday. Right. You know, so it's like once from he gets. From the get, outside. Right. Once he gets his game legs back, once we get Marcus Smart back, what they were able to do last night defensively well, he, he was should nice. be, He should. Is he, I, I mean, is it? Is he playing against the Hawks? I hope so. I mean, I'm I hearing so. that, that that's kind of like the target game. Right. He's, he's the, the next one to come back, though. So we do know that much. And he'll help out a whole lot in terms of the balance and definitely on the defensive end. And Ja being back will actually help out Marcus Smart more than I think anything because, man, him being on the ball asked to do a bunch of things that he don't right. do was not working out. Right. It was so, But just to see – everything be galvanized and go up a notch just with him back on the floor and seeing that energy. It's like, oh, this is like, it's fun again in that same sense. And now we got people talking like, hey, we good for the play-in, baby. Right. And we may be. But I'm not saying they should lose. But I won't be tripping if they do. Let's go get another lottery pick, it. you know. Let's oh, go. hey, that might I be mean, a good idea. Let's go get another dude that we can acquire birds rights to right. so we continue to build this foundation now, as a small market. Look, I know what he's Lakers about to say. Lakers last year, I said they were done. Stick a fork in them, and how wrong was I? You were wrong. It's true. I mean, they, I said it, there's no way that they're going to get in. They're terrible. Right about this time of year, too. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, that's true. And I was like, they got, ain't got a chance. We saw what happened. Grizzlies lost to the damn Lakers last year. Yeah. And we got, they got up and they ended up being the matchup that we did not want to see. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> Jay, I'm curious. Uh, what have you thought about Vince Williams? Love him. He's a really good player. He, he's one of those. How did he sneak through? Where did he go to school? VCU. See, this is perfect. <laughs> When we speak of the dudes that are like 5 a, five p.m. to 1 a.m., 
Those two, they, after they get off, they go hoop at my morale. Mm-hmm. They go to Waffle House. Mm-hmm. These dudes are built different. They're grown, grown man. You know, they go about it. There's a very professional approach. Down here, don't need to have nothing drawn up for him, just the energy dude. He'll get his, the ski mask way, as I like to call it. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Like how big it said, ski mask way, <laughs> ransom notes, the whole deal, you know. But it's just one of those where it's like, I appreciate his effort. And then he goes about it in a quiet manner. Yeah. The fun part about guys like Kim is that, they come in different personalities. And I heard you what you were talking about Draymond in the earlier segment, and I know we're going to touch on that part too. And I mentioned this last week in reference to that. Those types of dudes, Vincent Williams, Draymond Green, Ron Artest, Dennis Rodman, same style. They're the no-nonsense glue dudes that just do everything. Udonis Haslam, he described it. I'm that, 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 um, that mechanic. For that luxury automobile that we ride, you got to have that mechanic always on hand. That dude that's gonna go do everything. You need those dudes. You need those dudes to win. You need those dudes to contend. Ultimately, you need those dudes to win championships. And that's something I I can't wait till we get to the Draymond portion of this, so I can touch on that part as well. Because I mentioned something last week, like he started their dynasty, and their dynasty is ultimately ending on his antics. He's that successful doing this. Shaq said he don't need the therapy. I agree with Shaq, but I would say still send him the therapy. Here's why. So y'all can see that this is not a personality issue. It's a competitive issue. He, mm-hmm. Shaq's right. He's got to learn to figure it out on the floor. He's not a degenerate in society, as Ryan Clark no. stated. You know, he's not a bad guy. You don't hear... Only thing that you hear about Draymond on the negative, it happens on it's the court. On the court. court. Yeah, he ain't getting in no trouble. <laughs> you know, off so the it's field. like he's he ain't never in trouble off the court. And I hate nothing. that. I appreciate that people are bringing the mental wellness aspect into it. But also, everybody, like, every time there's a problem, doesn't mean like you well, need we have to, help. I think too. we got to be Some fair. people, I mean, I, I, what I'm saying is, is like there are just people, like he's just got to figure out how to control it. Cause there are just dudes who, mm. when they walk between those lines, when they step on that court, what you say, they're a different animal. Is don't use that as the cop out. Yeah, don't use it as a cop Which out. Which many people are saying, but I think it comes off like it's written off. But the thing of it is like, we have to be real about it. Everything is mental health, mental wellness, because yeah. it starts here. I guess Your what thought, I'm saying it, is, it, is it, we just it, throw it, that at everything. Can we, like, we just say it's always like, yeah, go talk. I'm like, man, we go talk to a shrink. Can I tell you something? I've been talking to a shrink my whole life. I'll I ain't ease any better. it for you. I, I ease the edges of it for not you. My whole life, last like 15 years. It's not to make the excuse, it's to help explain it. It's to help put it in proper context and perspective. It's not to excuse it, but while we put it in proper context and perspective, we're understanding what's what. That's how I you mean. Have it went to, to a new level this with year with the like it started with uh, him choking out Rudy Gobert, but he's always hated Rudy Gobert. I think he just got his opportunity to choke mm-hmm. him. Uh, and then the other night, I have no idea. How he says that he was just reacting to a foul when he Yusuf Nurkic is seven feet you tall. You know what all this is, John? As I stated last week, it started the dynasty started when he pretty much got inserted into the lineup and he took David Lee's spot. Yep. It is ending now, and also what's ending now is his time as an NBA player. Shoot, he still That's got three years and hundred million. million all of it, all of it is coming full circle and hitting the back. Like it's really time for you to go home. Mm. In that matter, because he's not going to change competitively. He changes competitively. You're not getting the same result of the player or the team. That's not going to work. You get you basically watered him down. And if he's watered down and he's in his 12th season, there's a watered down version of that. Not trying to say that he's watered completely, but he's not the same guy that he was years ago. Don't have the same impact. He's older. It's obvious. So you get to that standpoint of it. It just is what it is. It's time for him. You're seeing his career pretty much come to an end. And it's not a problem. It's just the end of his career because he's had far too much success doing this this way. He got him drafted into, he got him to Michigan State. On a four or four year ride, yep. it got him drafted as a second round pick, and ultimately the trigger piece to a dynasty. <laughs> and also, though, like he also, man, he's he gave Cleveland a championship, so Cleveland fans should love him because if he doesn't kick LeBron in the junk, well, even with that, or hit him in the junk, 
He kicked he, Steven in the jump. We can't say that it's just about light-skinned dudes and Europeans. <laughs> LeBron ain't even one, you know? So it's like, where, where, what you going to say about him now, you know, in that regard? But like Kenyon Martin been saying, if anybody seen Kenyon Martin on, on uh, Gill's Arena, it's because ain't nobody punched him in the mouth. Sometimes change behavior is just you getting fired on. <laughs> Somebody you know, hits you in your mouth or your nose, whatever. It changes everything. Mike Tyson said it best. Everybody got a plan to get punched in the mouth. Yep, that's the truth. <laughs> so that just is what it is. He is what he is. I still think he's a Hall of Fame caliber player. I mean, did he just want out of that game the other night so he fired on Nurkic? He was tired of, I mean. I mean, it's, it's, it's time for him to go. It's sometimes it. Of course, we know everybody ain't gonna go out on their own terms. But I feel bad for the. I mean, I. I mean, the Warriors got their championships. I don't necessarily feel bad for them. But what I mean is trying to say this is, they just went and spent the largest amount of money on any basketball team in the history of the world to keep this thing together to go at it one more time. And here at the beginning of the season, we haven't made it to Christmas, and my man suspended indefinitely after you just spent a boatload. Again, they just he still owed three years and a hundred million dollars. They're in the Bay Area. They get their money back. <laughs> That's a good point. I'm just saying. They, they'll be fine. But also, what you have to do to win in this league? A lot. You got to spend bread. All, we've seen one team win a championship with everybody under the with, the with the whole roster under the cap. Not just the luxury tax threshold, but that cap. That was the 2014 Spurs. Tony Parker was your highest paid dude at like just over, I forgot, he was over 10. Everybody else was under 10 million. They won a championship doing that. That's the model of how to do it in a small market is through the people in San Antonio, which is why Pop is still there today, untouched with well, a bad team. They're playing terrible right now. Right. Wimby's done some good things, but nobody's playing as bad as the Pistons. But we're going to take a quick timeout. We'll be back in two shakes. We're with the historian, Jay Ham. Don't forget, we are doing some picks here at 12 o'clock. My man, Braden. We're going to beat Braden for a burger. Hit me up, 901-360-8255, if you want to do three picks against Braden. Back in two shakes. Sports 56, 98.5 FM. We are real sports talk. Sports 56 WHBQ. Available on your radio dial at 560 AM and 98.5 FM, as well as around the world online at sports56whbq.com. Take us with you everywhere by downloading the Sports 56 app. And at home, just say, Alexa, play Sports 56. Wherever you are, stay tuned in to Real Sports Talk. Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a Little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio, hanging out with the historian. Man, I got my man just chilling with me. We've been talking a little Grizzlies. Ja is back. I think it was a big win last night against Indiana. It was a great win on Wednesday against the New Orleans Pelicans. By the way, a little sidebar on the New Orleans Pelicans. Did you see the fat clause that uh, Zion Williams has in his contract? Is that what we're calling it now? I mean, it's a fat boy clause. I mean, what else is it called? <laughs> like how many, how, many, how many people right. have a fat boy clause in their contract that could void the final three years of their contract? Not uh, many. I mean, that's Canada. He got the rookie max extension, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they go find a way to get their money back. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, he got to go on with uh, what we used to refer to for Joel Embiid that plan, suicides and salads. Fall back off the Zatarans and the beignets, and I guess it worked out for Joel, man. You know, well, MVP right now, right? You know, he got to drop his sodium intake some. <laughs> you know, I, but he's a the thing with him is. He's just not serious about basketball. I mean, yeah. 
I guess you could really say that at this point. But it, 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 it can be frustrating because it's like once he's on the court, can't nobody do nothing with that dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's almost like basketball is just one of those things for him. You know, like, you know, it's something I do. I get paid for, blah, blah, blah. I think. I'm great at it. Don't really care. You know how we look at, at Josh's situation and we kind of look at how a lot of that success came at him fast and he really didn't know how to handle not again. That's not an excuse, but kind of helping explain. But that is something. I mean, that is something that is very understandable. I know. It, I think it's that way with Zion. Well, I think it's different. I think it's, it's okay. John yeah. loves basketball. Yeah, right. I mean, my man got in a little bit of trouble with like the Holloway kid, but he was playing hoops at his house. Right. You know, Zion ain't getting in trouble. He ain't getting fat playing basketball at his crib. Is he's, he's doing a something. difference? I think between loving basketball and loving the business of the NBA. Yeah, he's a, he don't love the business of the NBA. Man. I don't think many of them love the business of the NBA, but they have a little bit, but the love for the game in general makes it greater, especially if they're able to play in a manner which they're able to, the way they want to play. A role guy or a guy that comes off the bench or something of that nature, he might look at it, he don't like the business of the NBA. Zion might look at it from that standpoint of he really don't care for the stardom, I don't think. It just kind of came with it due to his stature. This is a dude, 270 pounds, that can leap the way that he can leap. And you see, I mean, especially in the era of high school mixtapes, where we see it, you know, guys get put on feature for all to see when they're 14, 15, sometimes, in some cases, even younger. And... It comes at you fast, you know. You, you go to he, he goes to Duke. All of that's coming at a bit Duke. It, he he ter- he messes his knee up, t- busting out of a shoe. <laughs> Who does that? But he comes back, and you see it's a completely different Duke team when he's on the floor. Yep. Obvious number one overall draft pick. Now, all of this grown man stuff coming at you. Just that, and it's not. There's no sign of any of it slowing down. Just all of it. He can play, but it's something that's there that's just not getting over the hump. Like you said, maybe the passion for it not as as great as what it probably should be or it was when he got drafted. I can understand that too, especially just over time. Then you got this off-the-court stuff that don't really help with, with, with Mariah Mills, for those who don't know, the Exotic film star, I guess. Yeah, man, she was going off on her dead gum Instagram, bro. <laughs> right. So it's like all of this is kind of like you see. When are they with- going to learn? This is something I think we need to teach in classes. Like, if you happen to become a successful athlete, might want to stay away from Instagram models well, and porn stars. They this, always get in trouble, and the Kardashians. This is the drawback, John, of putting your entire franchise on nineteen to twenty year old dudes. Because they don't think with their brains. They're still young dudes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just what it is. They're going to do young dude stuff. It's, we all said it when Jai got in trouble. Oh, let's been 23 and done stuff that was dumber than that. A lot dumber than that. <laughs> but we were also in that position, but it didn't disqualify us from being 23. It's still making a dumb mistake. We expect more from them because of where they are. But at the end of the day, they're human. The human, they go through stuff. This is why I was like, we can't shut down and just say everything can't be about mental health. It just helps explain it, though. You know what I'm saying? It's helping put it all in perspective. So we have to be – it, it's changed. Like, I'm not even as critical of dudes because I see it. everybody else going to be as critical. Let me go to the other side. So I come with a side of empathy. Let me see if I can understand where this player is coming from. So it will look like I'm being – I'm defending, like in Draymond's case, it was a little like I'm defending him. Nah, I just understand the personnel. You know your personnel, you're able to assess it and see it a lot more clearly, especially if you can take away your personal emotions and feelings about it. That's how we react, just independent, mainstream media, people in general, fans, all of it. We all project it. We all project things for how we see, as opposed to it. That might not be best for them, though. It, it's not a bad idea. It's so idea. much easier telling somebody else what's good for them yeah. than actually looking at your own self and yeah. taking care of yourself. That's the hardest thing about that's, growing up. That's the hardest thing. And so, I know what's right. 
It's just sometimes the right, doing the right thing's hard. And as, or not nearly as much fun. And as people that we are in the media, we put that on the athletes, but do we also hold ourselves to that same accountability and standard? I ask people that all the time and they stop conversing with me. <laughs> because it's like, this is why I'm not as critical. But in some cases, because everybody's going to be critical of something. You know, that the athlete's doing just on the floor. But just peep this. I'll give you this one before we go. We heard a lot more about Draymond in the middle aspect, Ja in the middle aspect. Everybody said nothing about Miles Bridges. Ooh, that's a good point. He can't even go to Canada. Playing, he's, he's back playing, doing his thing. Felony. But we're not talking about that mental aspect. Of he's what also he's not a superstar, is he? That shouldn't have any. That's, I, I, that's I said, the problem. That's the problem. That's, that's what I was the saying. Problem right there. That's right there. Right. And now, I, by the way, I've been tearing Miles Bridges to pieces. <laughs> you know me. I've been tearing him up. And for me personally, as a person of color, and I see that these these guys who are also people of color, like myself, they're being viewed in a very like monster like way. Miles Bridges' case. I don't condone that, and I can understand that. In the case of Ja, in the case of Draymond, nah, man. I'll tell you one thing. I still, and and I don't give a damn. I still don't know what Ja really did. I mean, I get that you don't want to put out a certain thing. I get that he apologized. I don't know, man. I'm not even. You know, I explained that with what I thought of that yeah, weeks back. I thought that crazy. was an unprecedented situation where he was the first one who first superstar athlete who was punished for social media behavior. In an era, but it's a different era that we have to consider because social media is really how mainstream media reacts to what social media is doing. Just on the day. Every, this is why everybody checking Twitter. They're checking what's trending. Pat yep. McAfee, everybody that you, everybody's doing. Johnny Radio's happy hour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know Tell everybody where you're at, by the way. YouTube.com forward slash at 94 feet of life. YouTube.com forward slash at the culture ones. That's for views from the 22. We heating up for playoff football, college and pro, baby. So you know where we went. Where our guys play the parlays. We got big shows coming up. We were going to mock Rashard Mendenhall and do our own racial pro bowl draft. Did you see that? I did that story? it. I thought it was hilarious. Can I just tell you what I did? Uh, I did. I was like, man, we good on the offensive line, man. We Gucci at tight end. We got plenty of quarterbacks. We got Christian McCaffrey, Cooper Cub. Yeah, Cooper we got Cub, we're yeah. okay on the wide receiver. The island guys, the Hawaiians and the Samoans, go with gonna us. Team up. Yeah, people are going to reincarnate Junior Seau. Oh yeah, they're going to play tight end. But let me tell you something. Here's the problem. <laughs> let me tell you something. Here's the here's where our issue is for the uh the white team. Okay, cornerbacks. We have no quarterbacks. Jason Seahorn is old. You want to know what's funny about Jason Seahorn? <laughs> the one time I saw Jason Seahorn get burnt was by a white wide receiver, Brandon Stoker, <laughs> in the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, man. You know, the one time I saw him get burnt was by a white dude. Oh, no. That was hilarious. I was like, man, defensive line that looked also pretty filthy, bruh. I don't know. That, I think that was... And it, and it, it really put things in perspective. Like, yo, and what a, did, what did, what did Aaron Rodgers say? There's a lot of white boys say? in the NFL that can ball, y'all. Even with the league that's 70% black, white sure. boys can ball. Y'all got to do me a favor. What We got to figure out, though, for at least, I guess, Hardenwood. Aaron Rodgers had something to say about that that was hilarious or something. Because I saw it on X, but I can't remember because I was drinking too much Tito's last night. <laughs> happens this hour is brought to you by tito's back in two shakes it's time to beat Braden for some dyers burgers sports 56 98 5 fm